0: Hey docs, welcome to the Female Physician and Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin. We are the premium location where women physicians come and learn about business. We're building profitable businesses so that we can have the freedom to live our best life. We have this podcast. We have a community of over 9,000 women physicians. So if you're not in it yet, come and join us. We have journals. We have a business program that meets every Thursday night. And there's also replays available if you can't make it. We have a conference coming up in May, and that'll be on Long Island. We're going to be doing masterminding, so come and join us. You can learn more at our website at fpestrong.com. That's fpestrong.com. I'd love for you to be a part of our group. If you like this podcast, do me a favor. Please share it with another doc and give it a great review. And if you need one-on-one, I'm doing business coaching as well as career coaching. So reach out. I've been doing this for a number of years, and I can't wait to speak to you. Hello, everybody. Today we have Dr. Mamta Kumar coming on to speak about real estate investing. Different than syndications, different than doing long-term or short-term rentals, Mamta actually works a lot with land and turning over land. So I wanted her to come on. I thought it would be a different angle. It's not something that I'm familiar with. Perhaps by the end, I'll be giving Mamta my money saying, okay, let's do this. Mamta, tell us about yourself. How did you get into this? Your practicing position? How do you make the changes? Where did this idea even come from?
1: Yeah, that was like a very interesting transition. I've been a traditional medicine physician all along and never had any aspiration to be entrepreneur or business person. I graduated from residency in 2012. I had a little complicated pregnancy and my second child, I had an older daughter, but the second child was born at 24 weeks and very medically complex in 2014. So I realized pretty early on in my career that it was getting very hard to juggle parenting of two girls. One was especially in that work. So I was switching back and forth. I was a full-time primary care before, went to part-time, went to urgent care, became a hospitalist. It was really hard. So in 2018, that was my last employed physician job. I switched from nocturnist to part-time hospitalist where I was working for one week and I was off for three weeks. And my salary was cut in half. So I knew that I needed to supplement my income doing something. And I had no clue what I would be doing. I knew one of our family acquaintances, he was doing buying and selling of land, which seemed to be very profitable. And it seemed like whenever we would meet, there was lots of excitement going on about this stock. So that got me interested. And I think one thing which kind of pulled me towards it was I could do it from anywhere,
0: anytime. So that's how I got started in this back in 2018. Right. So we talked about syndications, long term rentals, short term rentals. Why did you decide to go ahead and do land?
1: Honestly, I was not looking at it, didn't know anything about real estate and had no interest whatsoever to learn anything new. Now, this guy was my husband's friend, David colleagues. They were working together. So they would have these conversations and he would come back home, get all excited and would not stop talking about it. And now, like in physician community, we have lots of conversation of this real estate. But back in 2018, what didn't. Like, nobody was talking about it. So I-, I was not exposed to anything else other than Lana investing because he kept on talking. When we would meet, we'll talk about how profitable it was and how he was able to do his full-time job. And on the side, he was IT guy. So he was working for Hong So he was able to do things on the side as well. Then I realized that I have three weeks off. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. It was a very foul-hearted try. I was not bought into it. I was like, I don't think it will replace my positions and go, which is going to be multiple six figures. I don't think it will do that. But it did that for me even back in 2018. So I just continued that way. And I never looked at any other direction until 2021. Then we started to do some single-family duplexes and buy more rentals for the tax advantages. Are there the same tax advantages
0: with buying land or turning Mm -hmm. over land?
1: And I think there are different kinds of models which you can have in land. But what I do is mostly like flip. I would buy from the sellers at great price and I would sell it back in the market and I make money that way. And it goes at a very fast pace. So the income is taxed at the same rate as your double-two income would be. But one thing which I could do to mitigate that is like I do seller financing where to the buyers of my lot, I can buy it in the cash. And when I sell it, I act as a bag. and they can provide me a down payment and monthly payment for years. So, that number of years, it could be five to seven to 10 years. So, if they don't pay, then I don't get taxed on that. So, I create a reserve pool, which is my invested fund, which will continue to create this passive income for me down the years. And then if I decide to just stop doing land today.
0: Lanta, what is the person who is supposed to pay you for the land is no longer paying you. Has that happened to you or what are, what can you do to help prevent that?
1: So it has happened to me twice. One time we helped them to put the property back in the market and sell it. We helped them in that process. And once they were able to sell the property within 45 days, they paid us in full. And for the other person, we, they we exchanged like he, the other person gave the land back to us because they didn't want to pursue or own it. Then we put it back in the market. And by that time, the property's value had doubled.
0: So we sold it at the double price. So it was still profitable. But someone getting into it now that you've done different types of models, what do you think, what would you suggest? I know there's different models. And for someone brand new, what do you think is the least hassle to get into?
1: I think, first of all, you have to decide, do you want to be an active land flipper or investor like me who's. Who has to go and find the land, which is quite a bit of work, like 50% of the business is finding the land and then 50% or less is to sell it. So if you have enough time, then you can go ahead and start this business model where you do direct marketing to the landowners by different channels, social media, direct mail marketing, texting, whatever you choose to. You can go that route the way I do it. If not, then just find an active investor. You can be a passive investor in the deal or Become a little knowledgeable in the land, in the buy the land which is in the appreciating market because I've seen the property's value go from twenty five k to seventy five k within like in a matter of year. So there are so many different ways.
0: Or you can do a joint venture like that. For those listening out there, what are your suggestions for them? You have three tips to look for. If I'm going to look for a deal, maybe at this point we're going to be a passive investor. Don't want to go and look at the property. We don't have time for that. So what would they, what should they be looking? Then in that case, I
1: really think, first of all, education is the power. You need to be knowledgeable, you know, what the different options are and which one is the model which you're going to be using. And if you want to be a passive investor, then you'll have to find an active investor who's credible, known to be doing and has a track have not had any issues with their deals and things like that. That would be my advice for sure. All right. And then Bye. diversity. Bye. Go. What else comes to mind? Diversification, I really think we shouldn't be putting our money in one bucket. Like, for example, for me too, like, even though I love land so much and I think I'll be doubling the business every year, but I still keep on taking a part of income out and diversify in the single family, the short-term rental, the long-term rental. I really think land should be in everyone's portfolio because it can be very profitable, like way more profitable compared to short-term and long-term, things like that.
0: Any other advice
1: before we finish? I really think if anybody who is listening to this female physician podcast, I really think you have probably an inclination to be an entrepreneur or a business owner. I really think be, being a business owner has been a life changing thing for me and my whole family. So I really think if you're listening to this, then definitely lean into
0: that and just follow that good feeling. I really think it's a really good thing. Mamta, if somebody is interested in speaking with you more, how do they get a hold of you?
1: I think the best way is to just reach out to me on my Facebook Messenger, or you can go to my website and fill out the contact us form, which is www.terrafirminvestments.com. And you can just go ahead and fill out the contact us form and we can can get back to you.
0: Spell out the Terra T-E-R-R-A, firm, F-I-R-M, investments.com. Thank you. Mum, Dad, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for coming on and you know enlightening us about investing in land and how it should be a part of our portfolio, investing portfolio. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.